coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Patty's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, guys. Got two lovely young gentlemen with me. Brad, Mitch, welcome back, boys. It's been a while, but we've, we're teamed up for a little, little three-way. So. Baby, let's go. Thanks for having me, Patty. How's, um... We're just plugging in Dr. V. We've just, we're teaming up with Dr. V and Brad, he's come in. He's a bit rusty. He's at his work Christmas party last night. Yeah. Just um, have one of those bender menders and uh, lovely. Lovely. Feeling, feeling good now. Feeling good. He's, feeling he's good. back. He's I feeling good. Words, I think the word's refreshing for me. I like it. Refreshing. Beautiful. Just what I needed. Beautiful. Just well, what I needed. Boys, we've got a huge, big, big episode. We're talking cricket. The Australian summer of cricket's here. The Ashes. The Ashes. We've got our wild NRL off-season. You know, there's been some scandals and big signings and just, it hasn't stopped. Nothing's slowing down. And of course, the NBA season, it's, it's one of our favorite sports leagues. We're about 20 games in a quarter of the way through, so plenty of action. NBA, draft class, the rookies, the MV, MVP race. It's, we've got, you know, plenty to discuss. So let's just dive in. Start with the cricket, the men's T20 World Cup final. Did you, you fellas watch, caught, caught up with that? Did you watch any of those games or? I watched some of them at the start of the pool because they were up, they weren't quite as late. Yep. Bit early. Um, bit early, yeah. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to watch the final, but I, I caught the replay in the morning. Yeah. The highlights and it's always good. How big yeah. of a party do you yeah. they had afterwards? Yeah. They were rocking. They were looking a bit dusty the next few days after. Yeah. But yeah. Congratulations to the Australian team. That's been confidence moving into the ashes for us as well. So hopefully a bit of clearer heads after the parties. You reckon it, it builds that confidence yeah. and, you know, momentum going through? For 100%. sure. 100%. So I'll just fill in a few stats for those that you've missed it for some chance. But yeah, we beat New Zealand in the final. We chased down 172 runs in 19 overs. Um, for New Zealand, Kane Williamson was fantastic. 85 of 48 balls. And Trent Bolt, their fast bowler, was just a weapon. He's a freak. And one thing I wanted to touch base before we go further, like New Zealand in cricket, fellas, they've, they're huge sleepers in my opinion. They've come out of nowhere. They're ranked first in tests. They beat India in the test championship. They're ranked first in the one ODI, the one day internationals, the 50 over standards. And they've made the final against Australia like in the T20. So they're just... They're, yeah. kind, of, they're kind of flying under the radar. They are. Yeah. And they don't really have a deep team in my opinion. Like they just play smart, yeah. safe cricket. And they're just... Uh, yeah, I think it's good for the game personally. 100%. They just can't win a final. Unfortunately, <laughs> with what happened in the uh, World Cup, the, the, the uh, one day World Cup. They should have beaten England. Hey. We should yeah, have was... a, a test series come out there soon. I think next year might be the yeah. yeah. But but yeah, to you, Brad. Yeah. Like, I feel sorry for him against England. That, that was hard. Oh. And they lost in England like that. Terrible, yeah. terrible. So to the final, yeah. Mitch Marsh, seventy-seven runs off fifty balls. He was incredible. Player of the match. He saved us, in my opinion. And big Davy Warner, player of the tournament. So, as you said, Haas, it builds that momentum going into the Ashes. Ashes starts on the eighth of December, so about ten days away, and. Fuck has there been some scandals. Fuck has there been some drama. Tim Payne sexting scandal. Talk to yeah. me, Brad. It's, we won't go too much into the scandal itself. Everyone knows, everyone's seen in the media what's happened, but yeah. he's, he stepped down initially from the captaincy. Yeah. And then yesterday it breaks, he's stepping down from playing cricket altogether. Yeah. I feel sorry for him a little bit. Like it happened three, four, 
was it was a while ago. Four years, mate. Four yeah. years ago. So it's just coming out now. It's a bit weird that it's coming out now. Um, I don't know. I feel a little bit sorry for him. Uh, I do as well. Um, everything that's happened, it, but I think he has to step away now. Like obviously he has, but mm. it's it's a bit of it's not good for cricket. It's not good for him and the team at the moment if he if he stays on. I don't think. Yeah. A bit of a distraction. Is this his class as like a mental health break? You think? That's step what, away from the game completely. Just um. Just needs a break. Him and his family. Yeah. What Brad said, I feel sorry for him, but his family. They've gone through this. They've got yeah. through it. Like his wife Bonnie and stuff. And then yeah. it's been she dragged you about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they had they've had kids again. Like they've had more like kids and stuff like that. And. And it's a bit weird it's being dragged through the mud again. Yeah. Well, media loves this kind of stuff, especially heading to a big summer of cricket, the mm. Ashes. Um, and I know a team like the Pommies who love um, telling you about it at games. Their fan, ba- their fan base will definitely uh, let you know about it yeah. during, during tests. So they'll definitely add into things for sure. And Tim Payne's also the biggest sledger in the world. So. Oh. I think the yeah. Barmy Army already have a song about like, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna give it to us. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a bit of a loss missing Tim Payne in some ways? I, for me personally, I don't think um, in terms of his batting skills, but more as a leader, um, as you said, someone who's on the field talking a lot, mm. maybe getting on people's skin. Um, do you think they'll miss that in some ways? Or he miss him in some ways? I think, I think he's keeping. I think he's a really good keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We'll talk in a sec about who we think is going to replace him, but I think just his keeping and as Brad said as well, the distractions, it's, it's not what you want. We're 10 days away from the ashes and yeah, it's, yeah. And my next question for you boys, how does this get released? It get, it's con- consensual what's happened. There's been a report investigated by the Australian cricket yep. three, four years ago. And then all of a sudden, bang, we're two weeks out, it gets released in the media. It must be a pommy bloke working you reckon? undercover. That's, I don't know. It just doesn't know. add up. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they need that little fuel. They need something to get him going upon his... I did see he's, he's 36. He's off contract, like he's off yeah. the Australian contract next year or he's on a big contract yeah. and they don't want to keep paying him. So that could be another way to force him out a little bit mm. without having to Politics. pay him. Could this be his retirement of tests? Mm. Like, well, I, what or, Brad said, I think it was kind of guiding. This was going to be his last kind of series yeah. or like... Would have yeah. been nice for him to go out of, like on his own way. Yeah, yeah. Because he he um held Australia together with that um scandal in South Africa with um sandpaper, yeah, the sandpaper yeah. gate. So he was a big voice. He stepped up. Yeah. During then, so it's a bit sad for him. Mm. Yeah. Are well, you moving on to the the new captain then? One more question for the captain, fellas. The next wicket keeper. So we've got Alex Carey. He's played forty five ODIs for Australia. Thirty eight T twenties. He averages thirty six roughly in ODI cricket. Yep. Pretty experienced. You know, he's been there about. Kind of your next bloke in line, in my opinion. Yeah. But then you've got um, Josh Inglis, a young bloke, 26 years, 26 years of age. His form's been pretty good. Yeah. And Warney's come out and said, chuck him in. Like, let's yeah. get this young fella. Let's yeah. breed him in. He's good to go. And then you've obviously got Matthew Wade. He's played yeah. in the T20 World yeah. Cup. He's been there before. Yeah. But he does only, only average 30 or 29.87 in 36 tests. Yeah. And people do say Wade is not the best keeper. Yeah, that's right. But he has been there before. Yeah, he, he's been there just as a batter sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Do you blood him in, new guys? I need to get your opinion, boys. I, I personally wouldn't just because I, I go for experience in a, in a five, five series test against England, the Ashes. It's a, that's, a, that's the pinnacle of cricket, the this Ashes against like, England. It's, yeah. It's, this, is, this isn't like once a year. Mm. This is once every couple of years, couple of years or every two yeah. or three years. Mm. It's um, not something I'd be throwing someone every, in straight away. Every match means something. Like every test oh, means something. Yeah. So Huge. A lot of pressure on a, a young, young wicketkeeper come in um, 
against the pommies in the ashes yeah. that's a big ask 100 percent. so do you think alex carries that the way we lean or uh, or do you yeah. you guys don't mind the matthew wade uh, i'd probably go Wade just okay. i don't know maybe i just got his t20 performance stuck in my head still yep. in the final so yeah even though it's a different format i'll probably just go with Wade. i will pick it in this kind of test or this kind of match i'd pick experience experience wade oh, i like that i'd per not personally i'd i think alex carry might get picked but i'd I like your I like your pick boys, I agree. Matthew Wade, he's been around the block, he's done it before. That's it. I think he'll do a great job for us. So beautiful. Who do you, who are we looking at as having a potential big summer? Big yeah. summer, mate. You've got to be looking at obviously hopefully Warner can back up after what he did over in um RBW. We know we're gonna get out of Steve Smith. Manus is crucial. Yep. Yep. We'll get to our starting lineup in a sec, but our national Australian test captain Paddy Cummins. Wow. Big news. Brad, we'll talk to you first. Do you like it? Obviously, it's been a long time since a bowler. Yeah. captain of the nation. Well, first of all, congratulations to Paddy Cummins. He's a, he's a Mount Penrith boy mm. where we're all from, so yep. it's nice to see someone from the area. But yeah, um, I think, I hope it's um, not too much pressure yeah. for him um, with the captaincy and stuff like that, but um, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence with it. I'm not sure if I like it or not, but I think he deserves it yeah. on, his for, like, on his form and... What sort of person, his leadership, you sort of, you can see he's sort of got those qualities. And Well, he is the best uh, bowler in the world. Yeah. Um, international uh, best bowler. But it might also, as Brad was saying, it might take away some focus of his bowling into yeah. like leadership or um, thinking about the game. Yeah. Instead of just um, bowling well. Because also when you're, the, when you're the captain, you usually have the captain for fielding in the slips or somewhere close to the action so you can see everywhere that's going on and stuff like that and mm. he, he's usually fielding it like long off or whatever at the boundary with yeah. his, his strong arm and stuff so yeah. he's, he's going to need a good vice captain I'm not have they announced the vice captain or Smithy Steve Smith oh Steve Smith oh cool that's I think they'll, they'll he's a captain um, coming mm. to, I think Smith Smith almost played that role of like yeah. mm. on the field captain you know? yeah yeah definitely okay. being in the slips as you said yeah. looking out of the field and watching yep. yeah he's a smart bloke Smithy yeah. so yeah so our Aussie lineup, one to eleven. What's what's projected? What's predicted? Obviously, we've got David Warner at the one, Marcus Harris, little Marcus Harris, Manus Labuschagne, Steve Smith, the VC. Five and six, which is a bit confusing. And we've obviously gone the wicketkeeper seven could be Alex Carey or Matthew Wade, and then our bowling attack, which is just phenomenal. Paddy Cummins, a captain, Mitchell Stark, Josh Hazelwood, and Gary the Goat, Nathan Lyon. So <laughs> that's just scary. That's just so scary to look at as a mate by that four. Hundred percent. Four bowlers. Hundred percent. It's it's really nice. So. I guess the question is five or six. We've got to get some batsmen. I was listening to a podcast and Ricky Ponting was saying like Usman Khawaj might make his yeah, way back in. Yep. There's obviously Cameron Green. I'm pretty sure he can yeah, medium, yeah. medium pace bowler. All-rounder, yeah. All-rounder. Yep. Travis Head was there last year, I yeah. think. Do we have any preferences or... Uh, I like. I think Khawaj has uh, had a good year so far, so I would put him in. Yeah, okay. Um, I think Wade should be in there. So Wade as a keeper. So that would give us one more spot. Seven, so that, that last spot, yeah. Cameron Green is pretty Cameron much. Green, yeah. Someone yeah. that can bowl. Let's take some pressure off. Yeah. 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 Well, based off the, the projected lineup, I think, yeah, as you said, Warner, Harris, Lemon, Shane, Smith, Kawaja, uh, Green, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood, and Lyon, and think about one spot remaining, as you said. Yeah. It's kind of a flip of a coin, it's kind like, of thing. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Only the in, people on the inside know. Yeah, sure. Um, who would you have as the... I, I like Kawaja. Yeah. I feel like that's the way they're going to go. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's had a good year, as I said. So I think some confidence putting him back into the side, um, that middle order. He's been around block as well. He's got plenty of experience. Yes. So we'll see. For sure. Any any predictions for the Ashes boys? 
Yeah, that's my last question. Who wins, obviously, and what's the score? Prediction time. Ooh, I think Australia wins. I'll, I'll say, I'll say Australia wins three three wins, a draw, and a loss. I like it. Convincing. I just can't. I just can't see us losing with our, our attack. Um, that that bowling, those bowlers, some of the best bowlers in the world. And someone, if, if we can get Warner going, I'm not worried about Smith. Lemachine going, he's unreal. Then I think we win, win comfortably. Yeah. Give me a prediction, mate. Lock it in. Um, I think it will be, there'll be, oh, I think we'll win. I think we'll have four, four, and I think they might snag one. Four to one. Four to one. I'm going to sit on the fence with Brad here. I think three, three to one, because I think we'll get, it's obviously been raining heaps. Yeah, yeah. Project, I was about to say that. I'm a bit worried about this El Nino thing. Oh, Where's the, first, is the first house at the Gabba? Yeah, Gabba. So. That's in Brisbane, eh? Mm. Yep. So hopefully we can just avoid the rain, but I'm going to go, I think we'll get three wins. There could be a draw in there. We might lose yeah. one, but. The first test should be fine if it's in Queensland. Right, no, touch wood. Do we know, uh, is the second, when's, what's the order? Or is I think it's second? Adelaide. It goes to Adelaide the night. Yeah. Boxing Day, MCG. MCG, yeah, and then Sydney's the fourth. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And then there's um, Western Australia. No, the New York Optus Stadium. Optus Stadium. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's a big stadium. All right, boys, the Ashes, Summer of Cricket. Excited. Let's let's move on. So, the NRL offseason. This sport just headline after headline. It doesn't slow down. So, the 2022 (laughs) draw has been announced, and there's been plenty of player movement. Ash Taylor's just got a train and trial with the Warriors. The Dragons have signed Aaron Woods. Tata Morgan, a few other blokes. Mitchell Pierce has left Newcastle. He's headed over to the Super League. Do you like that, fellas? Do you? Uh, I like it for him. He's got a. He's secured mm. what a three-year contract, six hundred k a year. So yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I think you like using him in beers every night. Oh, he'll be yeah. going wild. Love yeah, the lifestyle. Yeah, he loves the lifestyle. From a Newcastle perspective, I just don't understand it. Like, there's not yeah. many good halfbacks. I think all he was asking for two years. Yeah. And they didn't even want to give him that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know what. Yeah, what happened there? They don't have a half now. They've got yeah. um, Clifford and. I don't know who's going to play 5-8. It seems like a kind of club where they they take a step forward, but then they take two steps back. Yeah. I just don't ever see any go forward. Like, mm. I don't see a good um, trajectory into like being into a top six team, top four team. I agree. And what happens, I guess we'll go into it soon, but what happens if someone like Ponga gets poached into mm. that new club? That's why I'd be trying mm. to keep Pierce. Just there. Yeah. I think that's their biggest thing, losing Ponga. But yeah, well, they've got Joey on board now, so Surely. he's going to try do his best to sway Ponga. Yeah. Surely. But he's more attack. I feel like their defense is also. Mm. Yeah. There's question marks. A big question marks. Cody Walker's signed a one year extension with South, which I find a bit odd because he could have gone. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, yeah. Like, Interesting, only one year. So. That's, yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later. Tyrone May has been sacked, terminate, um, his contract terminated. Dylan Napa signs a two-year deal with the Catalan Dragons. He's headed over with PC, And, yeah, plenty of other players have re-signed with clubs and whatnot. But the Cheese, Brandon Smith, he's, he's on a national tour at the moment. He's up in Queensland. He's down in Sydney. He's yeah. whining and dining. He's, he's doing he's it all. He's seeing some family as well. There you yeah. go. He's, he's all over the shop. So what's going on? What, what do we expect here, fellas? It's... I've, I've got a big feeling. Like, I've got a feeling he's gone the Roosters. That's right? what I'm feeling. I think he's gone the Roosters. I think he's under that sombrero there and... They've got all that money money freed up from Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend and Morris Boys. Yeah, and I seen he was out playing golf with um Maria Hargraves and yep. I think you like the Sydney lifestyle and he's he just signed a contract with um who the uh, YKTR. Well, he, he he's, yeah, he's in, the first he's the first um athlete sponsored by YKTR. So yeah, um, so they're in they're, Sydney as they're well. Based, they're based in Sydney as well, so that could be yeah. I, I I see him in Sydney, so I just feel like Bruce is a. They're, they're building, I think. Mm. 
um, building, not building for like future. They're building for like winning next year. Yeah, yeah, 100%. they're winning. They are. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. winning. They're, yeah. If they sign him, they're heavy favourites. Yeah, there. I think it's hard to say no to Uncle Nick. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I've got this feeling as well, Brad yeah. Roosters, and it's maybe yeah. some brown paper bag money on the golf yeah. course. Yeah. So then, if he does sign, obviously he's got one more year with Melbourne. But I've said every single year, I doubt Melbourne. I question they lose yeah. these players. Is this finally where they take a kind of step back? If Smith goes, there's a, oh, we'll talk about the Dolphins in a sec, but Felice Cafusi's their first yeah. marquee signing. Yep, he's gone. Brandon Smith has been the drama in the off-field. Munster's been drama in the off-field. Yeah, they just had another one last night as well, that Kamakamitha. Yep, he got Tui Kamakamitha st- stood down. Stood down for assaulting a woman as well, so that's, that's, not, um, that's not good. So mm. I think they're, yeah, they're in the... They're in the headlines, not the right reason. Whereas their team might not be as strong as previous years, they still have the best coach in the NRL. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Um, so I, I, I can't, you can doubt him easy, but mm. I can still see him being top four next year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Me too. Their, yeah. their spine's their spine, spine's still yeah, really their good. Yeah, their spine is still good. They still have a good one, mm. one yeah. six, seven, nine. Even um, Jerome Hughes apparently came out, or his manager yeah. came out last week to say, I'm not going to um, extend with the club. Yeah. I think... Like after the next year, like I'm not going to take my player man- um player option, I should say. Yeah, so you can opt out for a longer contract. Yeah, yeah. Because heading to the, the new club, uh, the Dolphins, they might purchase mm. a few players from Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, they might sign someone like a Munster. They never start losing that spine, you know. So then we can start talking about maybe like they're starting yeah. to dwindle a bit, mm-hmm. not being that um superstar team anymore. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right, so three huge players in my opinion that have signed deals in the last two weeks. We'll start with. We'll start with the Panthers, Huss. Our boy, Viliami Kikau, signs with the Bulldogs from 2023 onwards. Obviously, the photo got released. <clears throat> Everyone saw it on social media and stuff. What's your thoughts? Is he the highest paid player? Will he be the highest paid player in the Bulldogs? Uh, I'm not sure about it. I think it's reported around 800, 850k. I think, I think he might be... Him and Luke Thompson. Luke Thompson. Yeah, I think he... Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, in terms of the doggies, as in... Just on the move, like going a year early, putting the club colours on, did it piss you off? Personally, I understand it from you've got Phil Gould there, what he's done. Like, he's like the godfather of rugby league. I think it's easy to get angry at someone like Kiki but at the end of the day, it's all about business and then maintaining a contract, getting a contract. Because mm. it's easy for a team to move you on any, any time they want. Mm. But it's more, they always look at players moving on as like worse. It's a business now. It's, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And then it is a business. You the bag, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, while. While I'm a bit unhappy he's leaving, I think it's better off looking for the future of keeping some uh, bigger players. I think there are, there are a lot more better players than Kikau, mm-hmm. personally, for me. Yep. Um, whereas someone we might need to pay who is looking at moving is uh, Appy Coruscant. To Appy? I, yeah, still not signed. I don't think they're interested. That's, I'm more scared about him leaving than Kikau. Yeah. That but, worries me more because he is a big part of our yeah. spine, big part of our team. I read reports last night that his player manager is offering him around. Yeah, I heard that as well. And you know what? If, like, I don't want to make this a COVID thing, but he doesn't want to get vaccinated. And you know it's going to be a shit show. We go down to Melbourne and play, we go up to Queensland, he won't be able to play. Where is he, where is he going to play? What's he going to do? Yeah, I, th- I think he'll maybe end up getting it. When he finds out he's losing all this money and he yeah. has to go out and do some construction What's work. What's he worth in your eyes? What would you pay him a year? Probably about six. Yeah, I'd say six. six. I'd go six. I'd say 600,000. They're premium hookers. There's not too many class hookers, so... Mm. He's a New South Wales hooker. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled on that. Now... We did get a few questions, Q&As. Um, shout out to No Codor. His question. What are Para doing with their player retention? Prioritizing RCG over Mahoney is lunacy. So, Brad, 
Para, you're a para fan through and through, mate. I've been sick the last few weeks. Oh, it's been hard. Papa <laughs> Lee, Reed Marnie. Like, Papa Lee was my favourite player last year, yep. last season. And, like, I can, I can understand he, he got $600,000 and he, like, he deserves the money and stuff like that. And I can see Para not matching that much money. And then only because I, th- I thought they were going to, you know, put that money elsewhere into Reed Marnie and stuff mm. like that. But to hear they lowboard Reed Marnie and they're just... You know, same with Newcastle, they take one step forward and two steps back. Mm-hmm. It feels like Para take three steps back. Yeah. One step forward, three steps back. Neocore, the Neocore is a massive loss. Yeah, I agree. As you said, Reed, uh, as you said about the hookers, uh, hooker, like someone like Reed is a premium hooker, so you have to pay for him. Exactly. I put him in that realm of top five hooker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. So he serviced out of dummy half. Honestly, like against Penrith, that's what cost Raystone. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that fucked us in the final. There, his his service would have would have helped us. It really a lot. shows when someone when you have someone like him missing the team. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But yeah. In saying that, um, yeah, I don't know where Parramatta goes now. Where is all your money going? Do you think? Well, that's well, the question got this, I've got. They've got this retention committee now, apparently, where um, there's a board of four or five of them, and they sit around the table or whatever, and then they um, I don't know. It's like a system yeah. they've stuck to. Like getting, yeah. I've heard about it, like getting off the, from the wooden spoon. Yeah, they've got this system in place, and they stick to it, and so they don't get they don't pay people overs yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah. and that doesn't end up hurt them in the next few years. Yeah. But someone like Reed Marnie, you, you gotta you gotta match the offer there, and um, yeah. I don't blame him for leaving if, mm. if that's what happens. Well, but, he was probably one of your best players. He was like not one of the best players. He probably was like top three and best player in your team, wasn't he? Oh, easily. Yeah. He, he's probably top, he's top two most important. Most yeah. important. So, yeah, yeah I'm a bit, bit upset about that. And, and then who knows where we turn to from there. But uh, I've seen that we're already linked to Reese. Rob- if we can get Reese Robson from the Cowboys, I'd, I'd love that because he's, he's, a, he's a pretty good player. Yeah, Based okay. off what's happening this offseason, what are your projections next year? Well, next year... You've still I got our team. We've still got our team. I don't know. I've seen a lot of angry para fans already want to cancel their membership and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And your fuck. fan base is very passionate. They are. They're and they, they're very vocal fans. and yeah. they will let you know about it. Yeah. So I've been to games before. And it's it's just, yeah. It's weird that the Para One hasn't been announced yet with Marnie leaving because I think they know that they're going to get so much backlash. As soon as Papali'i signed, they announced it. Um, mm. Nia Kore, they announced it. But I don't He's know. back row of the year. I just don't see how you let him go. Yeah. Well, we offered him, I think we ended up coming up to 525. And just remember, this time last year, properly he was on 150K and no what, one even knew of him. What did yeah. he sign for again? 100, like Is the it, minimum, yeah. minimum wage. No, what did he sign for? Sorry. The, to, uh, oh, 600K. To where? The Tigers. Tigers. See, that's the part I don't understand because you go to a club that has no future. Exactly. And, and Brad Arthur, he got the best out of him. He plays that sort of aggressive style of footy that... Suited Papali'i, but I mean, what can you do? They offered him three years and some good money, but mm. yeah. I think when you when you see that kind of money and maybe how it can change your family or something, might yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't hate him yeah. for it, but it's yeah. just, it's just upset that there's, yeah. I guess, I don't know, no loyalty or. I just said people, what it is. people want to secure the bag at the end of the day, and it is yeah. business, so they want to get as much money as they can. I totally understand it's a business and getting money, but if the reports are true, like with the contract, you never really know the truth to them. Mm. But if what Brad said, if it was you guys offered him five twenty five or whatever, for eighty k, exactly, I'd be staying at Para. Exactly, where you're going to be pl- most likely playing yeah. finals footy up near the top four every year. Yeah, so good on him at the end of the day. Yes, yeah, that's it. We we roll on, boys. We roll on. It was yeah. yeah. The Dolphins. So. Wayne Bennett, head coach, has been announced in the offseason. I'm pretty sure everyone knew that was going to happen. And they hadn't had a marquee signing. And I, I was honestly thinking this week, what's going to happen? Like, I was yeah. genuinely worried for them because 
They need big dogs yeah. and big dogs right now to compete, in my opinion. Yep. So last night, Felice Cafusi, Australian back rower, Queensland back rower, he signed. He's their first signing. Do we like the signing boys' thoughts? Talk to me. Yeah, I like it. I like it for them. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. He's a good quality player. Yep. Leeds Blakes. He's actually he's a bit of a grub, but okay. Yeah. He's it. He's someone you need in your team. Yeah, tough. Um, he's a good first signing. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's a good player. But for me, uh, if you want to start signing players, it's signing players that you can bring a market to or bring players to mm. that you want to play with. While Kofusi is good, he's an origin player as well. I just don't see him as a guy. Um, for other players think, okay, well, I want to go to that team now. Yeah. I want to play with him. You know, I think you need someone like this uh, Dolphins team. They need to bring in like a top 10 player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still need that big fish to come they in. They need a big fish to bring in. Okay. They need, I think I hope I would like to see Brendan Smith go there. I, might, I think he'll fun. go to the Roosters, but I hope he goes to the Dolphins. That'd be fun. It'd be nice to see them get a few different players. What um, players would be good to go to? Okay, I'll just touch base on the Felice Cafusi thing quickly. I agree with all of that, but I, back to the, the business thing and the money, I reckon he's the type of bloke that probably took unders in Melbourne for a bit. Yeah. And now he's maybe gone six, 700K. Yeah. All right. Why see not? Yeah, yeah. Kind of tw- He's done pretty much everything in the game. Yeah. So we'll see to that. Now, Huss, to your point, what players would we like to see? There was talk about Munster. The cheese, I agree with Brad. I'd love to see cheese there. And I feel like he's the type of bloke that could get to the club first and kind of... Other players would come with you. Yeah, you can build your team around him. Then obviously the talks about Ponga. If Newcastle go bad, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Or if they want to keep Ponga, I think they're going to pay like 1.3. Yeah. I reckon he'll be the highest paid player in the comp. That's insane. Well, he just, they just lost Connor Watson, which will be his best pl- two of the best players yep. on the team. So where does he look? Is there, is there any go forward for that team, does he think? Always. They can't get better than, what were they, eighth last year or seventh? The Knights. Knights. Uh, eight, seventh, seventh. Seventh versus Paris. Yeah, versus Paris, first, first, first round. So they're not going to get. They're not going to move any spots better than that. And there are teams who have had better off seasons are going forward. Mm. Like they're just going down a list to me. They've, they've got a decent team on paper. Like they've got yeah. the Safidi brothers who are good. Like Bradman Best didn't have a good year last year. You can't stay fit. Yeah. But they've got they've got some like players there, some strike there, uh, and they signed Gay Guy as well. Yeah. Who's not, who's not a bad signing him and. Bradman best in the centres. Bit of strike? Yeah, that's a bit of strike. But do you see them as a team that's going to be back into the finals? I think that they will only because I've seen they've got an easier draw. They've got a similar draw to last year. Yeah. They don't have as many top eight teams as some other teams, but um, I see them around like their eight to ten mark. Oh, the six to ten, seven to ten mark. Yeah, I agree. Back to the Dolphins thing. I find it interesting. Cody Walker only signs a one-year extension. Yeah. When he could... He was the best 5-8 in the comp last yeah, year. Like right. He was on fire. Is he yeah. He's a million-dollar player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so as well. Yeah. So Wayne Bennett, the connection, he's only signed one year. I think Latrell comes off at that time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We know what Wayne Bennett thinks about Cody Walker. He's called him the best player um, coach ever. There so. you go. Yeah. Um, the reunion up there. Why not? If they can get that thing, if they can just poach some marketable players and... I'm sure they can sign a big fish like Cody Walker. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to see how South goes this year because that might lead into also his decision-making because losing Reynolds is a big... Mm. Also a new coach this year at South as well. Obviously, he's been there for a while, Demetrio. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure. I just don't see him being a top four team. I agree. You don't see South being a top four team next year? I don't either. Uh, Five or six. Top top six to me. You're just talking about in the regular season. You don't think they'll finish in the top four? Yeah, I think they won't finish in top four. I'm with, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'll happily do some sort of bet with you that okay. they'll top four. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll make the top four next year. I'll get you boys back on for the season preview. Yeah. And we'll, Keep that in mind. We'll work our magic. Oh. Um, Easy money, though. I think, yeah, finishing off with the Dolphins, I think 
uh, one more question. Do you think we'll see a signing maybe before the start of next year, a big dog? Or do you think we're going to wait a bit? Because we've seen, as I said, Papa Lee, Kikau, yeah. Reed Marnie. The one I'm scared about as well being a para fan, Junior Paulo. Because he's off contract as well, going into 2023. And if I'm para, I'm throwing the bank and I'm, I'm telling you, you come in, what do you want? Yeah. I'm top, giving it to him because... Top three, top four, prop in the game. He's top, yeah, yeah, top he's five. Un, yeah, he's, unreal, he's an unreal front row. And yeah, I can see Dolphins throwing some money at him. Apparently they already offered him some money, so... Mm, yeah. How do you think they build um, the fan base for Dolphins? What What do they do? Is it about building a team first and then someone being like, hey, I'm excited for this team, I'm going to follow them, or what do they do? Well, in my opinion, well, they, so the history is there, the Redcliffe Dolphins. Yeah. And it feels like they got the, got the team to the NRL and then they've taken away the Redcliffe name, which I'm filthy about. All those people in Redcliffe rooting for that team, they've been in the Queensland Cup and stuff, they're not, they're, it's just the Dolphins. Yeah. I feel sorry for them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah, I didn't notice that actually. So they're not called the Red Cliff. No, they haven't got a name, and it's apparently it's all this marketing bullshit. They've come in and apparently they've done these reports and stats and stuff. Or if you don't identify this team with a certain place, you're more, more like more likely to get other fans in from around. And I just, yeah. I just don't think it's going to work like that. Yeah, you need it. Yeah, you need it. Like an identity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't even realize that. So I'm a bit off that anyway, yeah. but we'll see. So. That's Rugby League, boys. That's the NRL. Any other topics or anything you wanted to discuss or we keep keep the train rolling? Um, no, just go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The NBA. The NBA, the basketball, it's been great. It's been great. We're about 20 games in, so we're a quarter of the way through the season. Personally, I'll start this off. I've loved the change in the officiating, the tic-tac-y fouls. It's more physical. It's not that it's the same as like the FIBA game, like the, like the Olympics and stuff, the international game, but it's just tougher and I, yeah. I really enjoy it so what have you boys made of the season you're enjoying it and talk yeah, to me. I've, lo- I've loved it i loved it i enjoyed it all the time but yeah no it's been good yeah it's just shown like some of these big name players that almost depend on getting to the line mm. to just get points someone yeah. like dame lillard someone like james harden yeah who really depend on driving and try and get some more some kind of contact to get yeah. to the line so it is good that we're seeing the the whistle being less blown mm-hmm. and that's great for the game i agree yeah. do we want to um you want to gas up our teams at all? You want to have a quick two-minute discussion about each team or Pussy? Oh. Miami Heat. Let's just, let's go. You want to dive into that? Just give me a brief, hey, you've enjoyed the season, thoughts on the team, their ambitions, <laughs> players you've enjoyed, things you're disappointed with or frustrated. Just talk to me, mate. Um, not disappointed about much at all so far. Uh, we're 12 and 7, quarter away into the season. Um... I knew coming into the season, getting the new acquisitions of PJ and Lowry would be great for a team, defense-minded, championship players, um, someone like Carlo who can just be a, a ball general and just control the floor and let someone like Jimmy play his own game, um, let someone like Bam just um, do his thing. And then I think the, the added confidence and off-season work that Tyler here has done. Um, well, I'm just playing the bunny. Mm. On the TV, sorry, mate. Yeah, so good. So someone like, yeah, Tyler Hero, who's had a great off-season, put on some weight, um, trained, trained very hard, is looking easily the clear front-runner for six man of the year. So that is great going moving forward for us, and I can't really wait for Victor Oladipo to come back because someone like Vic doesn't demand the ball. He's happy that we're winning, and also he's someone who he'd like who hasn't had a signed that big contract where he... Didn't um was it with Houston? Yeah, he knocked yeah. it down and he knocked that contract down. So him coming back, I think he wants to secure some kind of bag. So going heading to the playoff time, it's gonna be. I think I'm very excited. Like mm, I think we're a deep team. We're gonna be if we stay healthy. I think we have it. Honest, uh, it gives a, a good run at making it to the finals potentially. 
Yep. And winning. And winning as well. So Awesome. I One more thing I just want to finish off is I think it's bizarre that Tyler Hero is like running your offense. Like he's taking the most shots in your team. He's doing it all off the bat. I just think it's bizarre. I just didn't think he'd go this wild. Like he's literally probably the most important player. No, maybe not the most important player, but he's doing it all. I just think it's I know what he said um, prior to the season was he thinks he's in a conversation with Luca and Shane. Now I think that's too too much. But he literally is having massive games. He just scored 30 off the bench mm. two days ago. Um, so while I think that's a bit too much to say, that kind of thing, I think he is a, a, a top player in the league. And he could be in, like, not, I don't think he'll be an all-side, but he'll definitely have some votes for him. Interesting. Being a six-man as well. Interesting. And he's only still only 21. All right, time is out, brother. Yeah. Now to Brad, mate, your Denver Nuggets. I've I feel sorry for them. Yeah. I'll let I'll let you take over. You just yeah, this no, season it's sad at the moment. What's going on? We just had PJ Dozier as well, who's been pretty crucial off the bench to his ACL. Mm. Obviously Jamal Murray ACL. Jokic's wrist has been out for two weeks. Michael Porter Jr. Who knows what's going on there? There's so many different rumors going out, but he's definitely mm. going to be out for the foreseeable future, which is unfortunate. And um, yeah, I don't know. We we were we were nine and four. Now we're nine and nine. Mm. Five five losses isn't good, and then we've got Bucks today. I think then we've got Miami. Yeah, it's not easy, but it's a long season. There's there's still what sixty games to go. Hundred percent, mate. People people go go through these lulls in the season. I'm happy it's at the start, not the end of the season. Yeah, Murray will come back in March. I think we'll still we'll we'll I think we'll make the top six. I think just nice. Maybe we'll see when when Jokic is back. We've got. I was. I was saying the other day with the the net rating with the different teams and stuff like that. Our starting team with Jokic in there, and at the time with Jeff Green at the three, mm-hmm. he's been awesome for he's us. Been really good. We got the highest plus minus net rating with him in the team. Oh, uh, wow. sorry, it's starting. Starting, yeah. And then our bench is the worst. Um, uh-huh. When our bench is on, we have got the worst net rating in the whole NBA. So yeah, that's tough. We need to find some scoring off the bench. Yeah. And then, but yeah. Um, when there's bloody four starters out, you can't... Yeah, it's, it's hard. But um, to your point, I like it because I think when these teams together, well, we saw last year when they were yeah. all fit, like, what did they win their first four games? Like, they were crunching teams yeah. when they got Aaron Gordon, so... Yeah, and we, our first 10 games, eight of them, we held our teams under 100 points. Mm. And to be honest, Aaron Gordon, defensively, is a, he's a beast. He's a beast. If you guys all came back, you know, you got Joker, yeah. Aaron Gordon's doing his thing, Jamal can come back, and we're not unsure about MPJ, yeah. but if you're all together, I would hate to be in the top three or four teams and come up, yeah. come up against the Nuggets in the first That's, round. Yeah. And we, we, they've played together for a long time, so they know yeah. they know each other quite well. So I'm still optimistic. I like it. I think you yeah. should be optimistic because um, the top 10 in order now, so, and also for the play in 7 and 10, I don't think it will change at all because I, I don't see teams like Houston Pelicans, no way they'll be near the play in. Spurs will, and OKC won't be in the play in. And someone like Sacramento, who are just so dysfunctional, where they yeah. have a good team, mm-hmm. they will not be in the play in. So I think you guys are definitely be in the play in. I just don't think you guys will be in that top six, definitely in the playoffs. Because during this side of the, this time of the season, our teams are, who are started off bad, like Portland and Memphis and Minnesota, I think they'll start gaining a bit more. And someone like Lakers, you can't just say they're going to keep losing, are they? So I think you'll definitely be in playing. I just don't think you'll be top six. Okay. Six. Right. Based off your injuries right now. Yeah. It is a lot to ask for a team to try and come back from injuries and then start winning more, like they're going on a massive run. We'll just see what the MVP can do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Good response. Yeah. yeah. All right. Haas, you said a word, a team, which I think we need to talk about, the Los <clears throat> Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Do you, do you see them as like a, almost not, there can't be a disappointment yet. They're 10 and 10. But based on what they have on the team, 
Well, I was I was wrong because I thought this was going to be a good regular season team, and I was way off the mark. You, I had, think... the, you had them as overs in their in their pre pre season. Mm-hmm. They're over fifty five. I had them at their number one seed. I I was happy that someone else chose them um, in our in our draft. I th- I think I don't think they're going to win the championship with Westbrook and LeBron. Oh, I'll call it now. I don't think they'll come out of the first round. Done. And I'll, but I think I can I can say what they might need to do change it because I think there's some things I do need to change to make them better better but I just don't know how it's going to go down for someone like Russ because I think talk to us what, what, what needs to be done well there is only one ball and someone like Russ who is so ball dominant as you can when LeBron came back they won against Pacers Pacers when you watch when you watch LeBron have the ball you watch Russ and he just doesn't look comfortable standing in the corner he just yeah. stands there he just stands there and when they do when they stand there they just look so there's no one's moving no one's cutting yeah no one's doing much I think and LeBron used to be that guy who would just move players around and he just he was looking at that guy who just wanted to shoot yeah but there just nothing looks fluent yeah. so no. what I think would I think they should do is I think they should uh, bring Russ off the bench okay bring Russ off the bench with someone like DeAndre Jordan uh, Carmelo and like Wayne Ellington in a shooter and to have AD go to the five because I think they should stretch the floor mm. and then space it at the four so have someone like LeBron who can just drive to the bucket and then kick out and dish to someone like Malik Monk mm. someone like and I think when he's back, Hendrick Nunn, who can be, who should have the starting gig, because I think he's actually somewhat a decent player. He doesn't need to be ball dominant. I'm sorry, bro, but Kendrick Nunn's not coming back, and he's not changing no? this team, in my opinion. But that's the thing. That's the only way I think they're going to be somewhat better. So that in, won't happen. In crunch time, then are you putting Westbrook in or out? In, in crunch time. In, in, leave him in. in, but somewhere in the middle of the game, because that's when they lose it. Mm, Start in yeah. the middle of the game, but that won't, won't happen because they can't tell the, the triple double king or the, yeah. the recent MVP. So you would they come off the bench. You'd have LeBron and Westbrook on at all times, like one on at all times. Yes, on, for sure. yeah, mm, I like sure. that. I like that as but well. But I just don't see them having a conversation or us saying, "Look, we want to start you off the bench." They can just start him anyway and then take him off. I don't. I'm not quite after sure if they're going to do that anyway. After the five minute mark, because he can be, he can. They can play the, come off the bench. and can bring a spark of energy. He can yeah. play the pick and roll, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I just think that that's the only go forward for me. I just don't see them coming out of the first round and what they're doing right now. They're, they're, they're going to be in the playing by the looks of it. They're yeah. still got, they've got enough talent to win games though. Like yeah. with LeBron, AD. AD's been pretty good this year. Yeah. Mm. He's been killing But they have been injury prone as well. Yeah. I can't stay yeah. fit. I, I agree. AD has fit. Yeah, that's what he, he hasn't. He's only missed one game, hasn't he? And it was due to an illness. But he's mm. always on the injury report. Every every day. Yeah, he's on the injury report. G2G, buddy. Yeah. Game time. Decision. When it takes one AD injury, and then yeah. just it'll be gone. Mm. That's right. He's got to start at the five. I agree. This team can't defend. Mm. Think when they won the championship, they've been a top five, like the best defensive team. Yeah, they can't right. defend. Yeah, I. I does, can Westbrook get traded? Like, I know he can. Like, would they do that to him? No, I don't nah, know. They can't. Well, no one's going to take him. That's right. No, no, no one would and they wouldn't no, do that. No, I don't think they would either. Okay. Not, not, not the first year anyway. How, Give it a year. How, would, how do you think they're going to win now? What do you think they do? they keep the same rotation? Or would they play a different style? What do they do? As they started the other night, AD's got to play the five. Bron's back. He's been out. I just don't think LeBron's going to play. I think they banked on Russell Westbrook being there, just playing the full regular season, flat out giving LeBron that time to rest because... It's taken 19 years, and he's, he's breaking down. He's having these little injuries, unfortunately. Yeah. He's been so good for so long, and it's, these are just old injuries, unfortunately. 19 yeah. years into it's phenomenal. To his career. He's spent, yeah. more years in his, um, in, spent more years in NBA than he has. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's, what is he, 37, 36? Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, anyway, I guess just give him another 20, 30 games and see what happens. But That's it. I think around the deadline, they're going to be very active if they can. Deadline will be interesting. But I don't even know if they've got pieces to move, really. 
They got, yeah, they, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Do you see them as constructed with how they're playing if they keep the same team? Do you see them making it past the first round, second round? No. I can see them making it past the first round. I think they've got enough talent, just to, just enough talent to to win games in the big moment if they come up against someone like. They've had a a good yeah. matchup, but yeah. Also, this is one thing. Um, they, whereas, like, it might be hard for someone to beat them four times. What happens if they're in the plane and, they, and it's just one game? Yeah, it takes true. one game. That's right. For someone just to heat up, someone like Minnesota who can heat up, bang, yeah. Anthony Edwards, bang, D'Angelo uh, Russell. So it is. Yeah. Those playing games are so crucial because it's just yeah. one chance. Yeah. So it could just if they're in the plane, like they yeah. could be gone. They might even make be. the playoffs. I think if they run into if they run into the um, Golden State in the first, I'd love to see them run into Golden oh. State in the first round. I'd love that. See, that's the thing. If, if, they're, play, if yeah. they're playing, Brad, yeah. either, or either way, they make it through the versus Phoenix or Warriors, and I don't see them beating them four times. I want them to take Phoenix on, and I want Phoenix to whoop their ass and say, like, last year wasn't a fluke, bro. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough LA chat for now. Um, MVP race. Let's just have a little discussion about this. Golden State Warriors, Curry has been phenomenal. KD, Giannis, the Joker. He's obviously missed a few games, but he, yeah. I thought he, he's playing at a very high clip, in my opinion. In my opinion. Luca PG thirteen. What are we thinking, boys? Yeah, um, I think t- not a two horse race, but KD, KD and Curry mm. have, have been unreal. But yeah, I, th- I feel like Giannis is starting to climb up, come back up a little bit. And they're yeah. going to make a run. They're yeah. getting their, their players back as well. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be so hard to beat. Yeah, but um, hats off to poor George. I reckon like he de- he deserves to be in the in the conversation. Yeah, early on, just what he's doing with the Clippers, he's been he's been playing. While he's unreal, their team's actually really tough. They play so tough and gritty that they just win games out of nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think if they had Kawhi coming back early, and they had a full team with a Barker back and stuff, yeah. is he back? Has been playing much? Yeah, he's he's, he's back some mass. Yeah. yeah. If he was healthy and Kawhi came back early and was healthy, that'd be you don't want to verse them in the playoffs. No, that's that's another team as well that could. Um. Be so yeah. Um, someone like the Warriors of Phoenix, you don't want to see them second round kind of thing. Mm. Personally, for me, I think it's also a two-horse race so far, but well, as you said, Giannis will come back. But someone like KD, I, who had a massive season, massive mm. playoffs, like, and then went straight into Olympics. Huge. It's hard to ask a superstar talent like KD to play Unreal, even though he will. But like, I just don't think, I think he'll almost have some time off Yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout the middle of the season and heading into crunch time. Well, it's going to depend on what happens with Kyrie. Exactly. Well, that's that's yeah. another thing. They can't just give him time off and him and Kyrie not, not, not play both of them. But how can someone like KD, who's getting a bit older now, play, yeah. Yeah. play a huge um, playoff series, massive factor in the Olympics and straight into this season? Yeah, I agree. Where he's Some playing, back-to-backs just yeah. getting the night off. Yeah, and yeah. It, they're asking him to be the best version. Like, yeah. they're getting so much out of himself. Yeah. He, he needs to be fresh going into the playoffs. That's, 100%. Yeah. yeah, which he will with KD. Yeah. Mm. But for me, I think someone like Curry, who whose team will just keep winning anyway, and Clay will come back. I think it's definitely clear he's a front runner. Yep, I agree. No, I, I think he's got it one if he just stays healthy. That's Curry. 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 I think that's yeah. the biggest obstacle with this race right now because we saw last year Embiid went down, LeBron went down, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I think like it's yeah. I think I agree with both of you. Two horse race at the moment, but I think Giannis and I think the Bucks. Are, I honestly think they could go on like a twenty game win streak. Like they're yeah, going to yeah. unleash. Yeah. Because yeah. All right. The the rookie class, the rookies this year, it's been been a pretty good draft in my opinion. The skills and talent is there. So Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes is a monster. You've got you know the likes of Jalen Suggs, Josh Giddy, Green from the Rockets. Um, talk to me, boys. What's who's who's impressed you the most? Who's you know who are your eyes on? 
based off previous years, they've always looked at only two people, like last year, Lamelo and Ant-Man. This year, we see more, like, mm. more spread of players being noticed, as you said, all the names just then. Um, I think, for me, uh, someone like Scotty Barnes, big player who can play defense, he's, he looks strong. He's fantastic. Um, he'll, be good. He, he'll be good for that Toronto team. Um, someone like Kate Cunningham, why they not be winning games, um, he's really coming into that in his own, showing that he's a number one draft player. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's been a good year for the rookies. Yep. I like Mobley. Mobley, yeah. I think he's awesome. I'm with you, Brad. I've seen he, um, he was leading the league as well in contested shots, and that's pretty big for a rookie. Moves well for a big guy. Yeah, he does. He's nice and agile. Can hit the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've, been, and they've been winning games, Cavs. I like him and Jared Allen at the 4-5 there. They're, they play well. They really play well good. together. If they keep Sexton, him, Sexton, Garland, yeah. um, Mobley, and They have a decent core. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who's their three? Okoro, but he's been in and out. Oh, yeah. Is he a three, though? They've actually got D-Wade at the three, brother. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Dean Wade! <laughs> Dean, Dean Wade. Osman. Seti Osman. Yeah. He's... Yeah. He's... Yeah. Uh, I think if they can sign, like, a good three... Yeah. They could be, they could be a, a potential playoff team coming into the years. If they keep that backcourt, because Se- yeah. Sexton's playing very well. But he Garland's- his, Sexton did his meniscus. He's out yeah. for the year. That's what I'm saying. I think it's yeah. more like for the future. Yeah. They just need to keep that. Mm. So, Cade Cunningham, that's the next guy in there. I think um, uh, he's sort of coming back into that um, front runner for Rookie of the Year. Mm. So, I think uh, for me, I think personally, top three for me is uh, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, and Mobley. That'd be my top three. Yeah, I think that's the rookie ladder right there. What do you think of your man from OKC? Or men from Australia, yeah. sorry. Aussie, mate, the down under. Yeah, I think under. he's been fantastic. I think he's so he's got this unorthodox, funky, weird. He moves weird, eh? Like he's just like un NBA style, and like a lot of players struggle to guard him because yeah. he gets into the paint and he's just a bit crafty and just funky. Yeah, yeah. And he's not fast at all. And the way he dribbles a ball, like mm. he can't decide where he's going. He plays yep. at his own pace, which yeah. is hard for a rookie. Usually yeah. they, they struggle a bit. Well, sort of like not saying he's like Luca, but you know how Luca sort of moves. Yeah, um, yeah. The way he moves with his dribble, yeah, it's so unorthodox to d- defend. Yeah, yeah, guard. So yeah, he's be good. He'll be good if he stays on that team, and because he can sort of be that almost like little floor general. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the like the NBL helped him a bit, and then yeah. he was in the Boomer squad, but I'm pretty sure they keep like yeah. dropped him before the um. Yeah, he's playing with, a bit with Joe Ingles as well. Yeah, he's, he's playing with grown him. men. Yeah, that's like Lamelo playing in NBL, playing yeah. with grown men, and that does mm. help the game. Yep. Well, I think we're going to see more rookies come over here, or yeah, it brings sure. it brings a good market for Australia. It brings it. Yeah. it brings second best league in the world. And Australian um, basketball in general is growing in Australia. Crazy. It's beautiful. A lot yeah. of people you talk about, like our age, always talk about basketball now. Mm-hmm. Whereas back in, in the day, it's always been an NRL AFL. Yeah. I'd rather talk about NBA nowadays than anything else. Same, bro. I love Definitely that. Definitely growing basketball. Um, so locking a rookie, who do we think? Uh, rookie of the young, I'm going to say Mobley. It's hard. Do you pick... Do they ever just base off winning games, you think? Not with the rookies. No. no. I think Kate Cunningham, because I think he'll continue to average over 15 a game, mm-hmm. and his assists and rebounds are getting up as well. Yeah. Okay. I agree with Huss on this one. I think Kate Cunningham will win the award, but I agree with Brad. I think Mobley is the better player. Yeah. I think Mobley is, like, ridiculously talented. Yeah. He moves so well laterally. Defensively, he's always in the right spots. Yes. Yeah. That jump shot's going to get better. I think yeah. he's just a monster. I honestly think he should have gone number one. I think if they redid the draft, he'd go number one. 100%. Because in the yeah. NBA, there's so many like good guards, yeah. and everyone's hunting for that next Luka kind of guard. Yeah. Like To get a good three or four, like it's so tough, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. So. 
anyway. Do we want to talk about some teams that have surprised us? Or what do you boys want to talk about? Any? Well, I guess when we had our preview, I was talking about Chicago and how they think they're making their first round. I see them definitely make it their first round oh, with their team. That's a big call, bro. I've seen them coming out of the first round. Um, their team is like on like their starting five is very good. What is happening with Patrick Williams? Is he out for the season or season? Is season. Yeah. I guess he was good for the four. But someone like DeRozan who's almost like in He's been he's another one in that MVP. MVP top he's five or six. Yeah. Up there. He's Zach Levine who I've always been high on, mm. playing Unreal. And then you have people like Caruso just defensive minded and then guys like um, Vucevic who know how to play the fire. So I like you, see, you can say they've been surprising, but on paper they look good. But they have been there in the top they've three. Built right well. They mm. built their team well. Yeah. And someone I think Kazak was uh, one of the team that wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he got that team now. They put the pieces around. They him. put the pieces around him, and now I think they've been a good sports back. And Lonzo as well. Lonzo's Lonzo been playing awesome. Oh, Shooting yeah, over forty yeah. percent from the three, being yeah. a good guard, yeah. playing two ways. So yeah, yeah. he's so selfless. And Caruso, he's yeah. just yeah. Caruso, but, yeah. the goat. Exactly. Yeah, I've I've got to admit, I got this team wrong. They've surprised me. I didn't think they were going to be this good. I just know it's still a long season, yeah. but you got to you know tip your hat off to them. Yeah, I got. If they play Philly in the playoffs, do you think they'd beat Philly in the playoffs? No. Oh. Think that, oh. I think they'd be. I, th- I have them to just like next to each other in terms mm. of talent. Yeah, I just don't see them versing each other in the playoffs because they'll. I think they'll be like. Where's Chicago sitting right now? They're third, but I think someone like Bucks will get up to the top. Two. Bucks will be top three. So with I, Miami, Miami Bucks, and Nets. Nets. I think will be top three. Yeah. So I, I, for me, I think someone like oh, it's hard to say really, but I think someone like almost like Charlotte. Well, Huss, look at from four down. Look, at, it's all one or two games. Like, that's how close the East is. Yeah, yeah. It's like that in the West, West as well. Is... West is almost similar, but I think the East is just as close. Mm. Um, so, so they have Washington at four, Charlotte at five, Bucks at six. I think Washington for sure would... I think I can see them falling out of the playoff bracket into Sorry. the plane. I think they're going to be yeah, too. Someone like, um, once Embiid's back, someone like Bucks will be up there, Philly will be up there, I think Chicago will be up there. So it's hard who I think will round out that... Oh, and then Charlotte. So I think that, that's six of Brooklyn, Bucks, Miami, Philly, New York, and Chicago will be that six. I'm not sorry on the Knicks. Yeah, I'm not Their attack... I mean, yeah, their offense and attack is terrible. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sorry on them either. They started well, but... Yeah. It's like a team full of role players, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm surprised by them that they just, yeah. I don't know, I just expected a bit better. You know what I mean? It's, mm. not, it's like a team that has, everyone has like similar playing, except yeah. for Julius Randle, it's like a team that's all similar yeah. in playing yeah. style, not style, it's like how they play. Mm. Yeah. They might be active at the trade deadline. They could be, yeah. What about you, Brad? Any teams that have surprised you? Um, or? Surprised me a little bit is Golden State. Yeah, they, I agree. And they surprised everyone. No one, I don't think anyone thought they were going to come out and are they fifth, 14, one or 14? 16 and two. 16 and two, sorry. Like, that's it. I thought that would be good this year, but I didn't think, especially without Clay, I didn't think that'd be this good mm. um, straight away. Like, I thought that'd be good, but 16 and two, good, I didn't think. Yeah, I said, would, I said they'd be top four. No way do I think they'd be killing it at the one. Yeah. They're the best team in the league. I'm yeah. happy. I've, I've got the two best teams right now in the West in my draft, so I'm pretty happy with that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's thing of that is they're 16 and 2, and we haven't seen any version of Clay yet. That's right. But apparently he's good to go, like before. Yeah, I've seen that. Chrissy, maybe. Does that, like, make the rotation a bit dis- dysfunctional now? Like, um, I know it's Clay. Yeah. Well, Jordan Poole has been balling. You've yeah, Jordan Poole has been top three and most, yeah. of all, uh, most improved player. Yeah. Um, Wiggins has been playing very decent. Yeah. 
Even Draymond Green. Yeah. Being great for the team. Yeah. So how does that, what happens with the rotation? Some Who falls out? I don't know. I'm not sure, but... Well, yeah. it's Curry, Paul, Wiggins, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. Yeah. Probably have to put... Um, Paul on the bench. Paul is a six-man. A six-man type of role. He's someone who doesn't... I think he's not like an on-the-ball player all the time. No, he likes not. playing off the ball. He can do both. He can, yeah. I guess he can do both. Who was a six-man? Was it... Um, this year? Yeah, who is a six-man? That young guy. Oh, they don't really have one because they've got Iggy, they've got Bielitsa, they've got uh, Wiseman still going to come at Payton Jun- yeah. Gary Payton Jr. They've kind of just got like, yeah. So when Wiseman comes back, they just play him off the bench? I don't know. I yeah, really I don't would, know, bro. I would, I would, it's, it's a good question, like trying to stagger all the minutes and figure out the rotation. Because yeah. I think closing, obviously Curry, Clay, I think Poole will be there. Wiggins and I think Draymond at the five. I think yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think that that's is so quick. Ridiculously so quick, quick. Shooting everywhere. Yeah. Laser. Laser for sure. They're going to be, uh, I can't wait to see Clay back personally. Yeah, I hope he lights it up. I just hope he's just some, ver- like a good 80% of himself. 80% of what he used to Yeah. Be. Yeah. But yeah, he looks happy and healthy and ready to go. So yeah, it is a big surprise. Any surprise teams that haven't gone as well as you thought? Uh-huh. I guess we talked about the Lakers. Someone that started bad, but they're slowly getting it together, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Now, this is a team which I've talked about last year, even the start of this year. I wasn't a big Trey fan. I'm kind of, not a fan, but I'm just like, he's great. Yeah, like, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just, he's playing. Yeah. But then he comes out and says this stupid shit, like, all oh, the regular season's boring. Yeah. Like, bro, you've been in one playoff series. Exactly. Just shut your mouth. Yeah. But I still think with this team, there's just too many guys in the rotation. There's too many minutes, not enough minutes, too many depth. guys. Yeah, I and agree. That's great for the regular season, but I just feel like they haven't figured it out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I don't know what to make of this team. I really don't. Because they're all young. They've got that young core. They could be anything. Do you think they Reddish, fl- Hunter, Trey. Like, Did they um, fluke their way to the East Conference Finals? Not fluke, because they went into Philly's house. Maybe you could say, not fluke, Philly kind of bombed well, They beat it, New York, who was their first time playoffs in a while. Yeah, fair call. Yeah. And they were, they were so overconfident. Yeah. Um, then they beat Philly. Yeah. Who Ben like Benson has played horribly. Yeah. Mm. So do you think they just faced the two worst teams of the playoff uh-huh. series? So I feel like they did. They, that's a fair point, I yeah. guess. Because they they didn't they didn't have to see the Bucks or Nets in the first two rounds. That's true. And I guess against the Bucks, Bucks were busted up. But yeah. I don't really use injuries as an excuse anymore because every team's got to get through. Yeah, everyone's injured. What did they lose that four two to Bucks or was it? In f- they won. I'm pretty sure they won the first game. They win the first game? Yeah, then they won in Milwaukee, I think. I think yeah. they won six games. I might be wrong, but six games. Yeah. Um, so are, do you, are they going to be in the playoff, play-off bracket or play-in bracket? I don't, yeah. I, I don't know we what to make. We didn't talk about them, did we, in the top six just before? I don't know. That's what I, I mean. Like, I, don't, I don't know if they're, I... They're a top 16. I don't... What, six? As the top, top five, seven, six? That, they'll, they'll make... Yeah. We're talking about... We're talking about... Because playing, the play, play, playing in playoff is different. Like, when you're in playoffs, your top six is you're in playoffs. Playing yeah. Playing your... Did, did you have Knicks at, at six? I had the Knicks at six. I think they're ahead of the Knicks. I think they're a better team than the Knicks. I think they're better than the they're, Knicks, and I think they're, they're better than the Hornets. Yeah, me too. Well, they've been a team who, was, who I actually didn't even talk about in a mm. preseason. What do you think of the Charlotte Hornets? I think they're fun. I think they're going to play fast and hard every single night. They're exciting, but I think defensively in the playoffs. But is that a team like, is that a team going to the playoffs mm. that can beat someone four times? Probably not. But you see, that's the thing you talk about. Like, uh, for me, there's someone like Knicks. Whereas Knicks are a good team, but who's going to, they can't beat a team four times. I don't think so either. I can't see them beating a team four times. 
You think it's, it's different when you go into the playoffs, whereas you can have one off game where you beat someone big. It's a good point. I agree. That's is that something you agree with though? The play the play structure. Do you like the play structure? Because personally, I don't. I like it when it's just top eight. I hate it. Yeah, I agree. I don't like it either. Because because as I said before, what happens with someone like the Lakers? Yeah. Versus it reward, someone like, it rewards people for coming tenth mm. and ninth. Yeah, I don't like. That. I don't like that. But it's from a league perspective, they love it because more teams are engaged, more teams are fighting. There's less yeah. tanking. Yeah. Less tanking. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? The NBA, like business wise, they love it. But but imagine we saw LeBron bow out with his team in the plane. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Crypto.com stadiums yeah. getting the arenas getting burnt down. Yeah. yeah. So personally, for me, I don't like it. All right, lads. I think we'll end it with one more one more little topical question. Twenty games into the season, each conference. How many legit contenders can you see in the conference finals? Um, we'll start with the East first. So I'll, I'll start off. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Brooklyn, obviously. Miami Heat and I've got the Bucks. They're the only three teams in the East I can legitimately see coming out of that conference or yeah. being in the conference finals. Yeah, yeah I agree. For me, uh, I'm 100% agree with that. I don't see any other team. And then the top three in the West so far. Actually, the third one, sorry, I've got Golden State, Phoenix, but the th- my third one, Utah. Something about them just doesn't scream mm. championship basketball. they've let us down the last few years. I don't know what it is, but just can't, something about them, they just don't, I just don't have a confidence in me saying they're going to win a championship. I just mm. don't know what it is. Nah, me either. I, I just can't, I can't pick it. Whereas I can see someone like Phoenix winning this year. I can see definitely see someone like Golden State winning this year. Yeah. But I just can't see someone like Utah winning. Yeah. But like, I just don't see Utah beating Phoenix or Golden State right now. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that t- this is their last chance for me, Utah. Their last chance. Yeah. There's any other teams that are a dark horse that make it out? I think definitely in the West there's dark horses. But right now, as we speak, I think the top three in the West. Because things get better in LA on both sides. Clippers, Lakers. Yeah. yeah. If Denver get their players back, if Luke they make a trade or something, or he starts rolling because he's yeah. just a fat prick right now and doesn't want to be in shape coming into the season. Kristaps has been playing pretty good this year. He's starting to heat up. They need him to play good to be a factor. Yeah. Can't yeah. just put all the pressure on Luca. Yeah. Because always pressure on Luca. He's like a guy that everyone picks on. Yeah. If mm. he doesn't play well one night, they give it to him. Yeah, that's right. So they need someone like Kristaps, mm. who's seven forty, can shoot from the outside. Yeah, play good, and he has to play good. I think to the Mavs, they just need someone. They just can't match up match up against the Clippers because they just get destroyed. Like that matchup is just terrible for them. Yeah, but yeah, I think top three in both conference, like the top three teams that we just discussed. Right now, twenty games in, they're the only teams I can see genuinely yeah. being the real deal. Yeah, yeah for so. sure. Me too. Um, is there any clear clear front runner as to who's winning? I think the best team in the NBA is the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Right now, as you're we speak. High, you're high on that starting five. Just right now, as we speak. Like, yeah. They're on a 13. 14 game 14 win game winning streak. Yeah. I think they just won today. They won 15. today as well. And I can tell you now, Chris Paul isn't playing as good as he was last yeah. year. Devin Booker has been playing out of his skin this season. Mm. Aiton's been playing his role. And then, as you're, you're like your man, Mikael Bridges. He's like one of my top three favorites oh, players in the league. Good. I like him too, but he's not like a guy who's like a second, third he's option. He's a blue guy, someone you Yeah, he's a def- yeah. I think he's getting better off the dribble and he's going to develop. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. So if they keep their same starting five and healthy, Whew. they could be back there again, couldn't they? I think so. I would love to see that Phoenix and Warriors West Coast final. That'd be great for the league. That'd be great. Imagine seeing Chris Paul and Curry, Clay yeah. and Booker. Yeah. Um, the big boys going at it. The big boys going at it. Um, yeah. Or like Draymond Green Garden, John Dre Aiden. That'd be a different matchup for him. Some wings against Wiggins yeah. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that'd be very juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Would you be looking forward? Would you look forward to watching a, a Nets 
Bucks. I think that's what UCF. Yeah, the most people. I'd feel. I'd. I'd. I'd like to watch that, but I just want to feel good watching it with Kari there. I want to see yeah. them. Yeah. I've got no comments for the Kyrie thing, sorry, right now. But yeah, I agree. I hope those two. But Miami, they could make some noise. But if we if we stay healthy and we get, I just don't know who I'd want to verse. I just don't know who I'd want to verse at all. Luckily, there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Teams are going to make moves. We're only talking 20 about, games in. Talking about playoffs already. Mm-hmm. We're only a in. Yeah, it's exciting. So, All right, lads. That's a wrap. Cricket, bit of NBA, NRL, all, all of it. Yeah, so, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on. and We, we invited back on for All-Star. Yeah. Mate, there's plenty of podcasts coming up. All-Star break, mid-season, NRL season previews. We'll do it all. So talk some cricket again. Hopefully the, the Aussies get up. 5-0, baby. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks, lads. See you, boys. You. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playable. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go. Let's go.